Welcome again to my podcast, Talk from Doc, by Stephen C. Fales, M.D. This overall project is designed to help people cope with the chaos of our healthcare system and to learn how to relate to doctors in this era. Today's topic addresses the idea of how to, how to deal with the healthcare system when you're hospitalized. To be hospitalized is a very challenging uh, event in a person's life nowadays. I really hate to see my patients end up in the hospital. I have covered essential topics in my podcast, and first one was about the changes I've seen in healthcare delivery and in the doctor profession over the last 40 years. And secondly, I produced a podcast about why many doctor offices nowadays will not take cash, which touches upon the major economic factors that have had such a huge impact on the medical profession. Very good health care is dependent on each person having a personal physician, a quarterback. This quarterback must be well-educated and trained and be very motivated to take a personal and sincere interest in providing the best advice and treatment options and to really sincerely take care of the patient. For this to be successful, there must be a truly binding and beneficial relationship unfettered as much as possible by the government or insurance companies or any other outside influences. This is going to always be very difficult to obtain as long as the insurance companies are running the show. There's always going to be a constraint in any interactive relationship, especially that it's not exactly familial, and that always has to do with time and money, and those two are equivalent. Time is money. It is inescapable in this world. However, these constraints can be tempered with altruistic factors such as goodwill and respect. If a doctor doesn't have goodwill, has a bad attitude, then it will be very hard to have a good relationship. By the same token, patients need to have respect, and this respect has to be earned by the physician. But if we take away these factors, the whole relationship will be very cold and hard. Well, enough philosophy. Today we're going to discuss your situation and what you can do what you can do to obtain the services and care that you need in the hospital. Being hospitalized. Again, years ago, when I was uh, in a prior era of the healthcare industry, I was a family physician and no one went to the hospital that I didn't admit to the hospital. These were my patients and I took care of them in the office and in the hospital. Nowadays, however, the doctors have been divided into office-based doctors and hospital-based doctors. This you'll find especially in cities. This happened to us several years ago when insurance companies started to realize that they needed to take tighter control of what happened in the hospital. They wanted to reduce especially the number of days that patients were in the hospital, so they wanted to hire their own physicians that they could control and whom they didn't have to pay so much. This all has to do with rationing of health care, and I will have more to say about the rationing of health care in future podcasts. On my website, Talk From Doc, I have made a list of questions that you should be able to answer when you leave the hospital. I would highly recommend that you download these questions, and I highly advocate that when you go to the hospital, you take with you a notebook with these questions in mind. 
In general, when you go to the hospital, you're going to see a whole new group of doctors. And you want to know the names and specialties of these doctors. You want to know their true opinions about your case. And you want to know what they plan to order in terms of studies and procedures that are to be performed and then subsequently the results of those studies or procedures. To obtain these and other answers, you will have to be prepared, like having this list with you in your notebook, and you have to be willing to be bold and assertive. You're not going to get the best of care if you're just very passive. There's a strong incentive for the doctors to be on the move, going patient to patient, and these hospitalized doctors, for the most part, are not trying to build an outpatient practice. They are hired by the hospital or the insurance company, and their uh, motivation is to get through the patients for the day without doing any malpractice and really as, as little as possible uh, for the patients. Keep in mind that nowadays the doctors in the office, of course, but in the hospital have to use electronic record keeping. So the time they would be spending talking to you at the bedside, much more time is being spent out at the nurse's counter at the desk trying to make a uh, an adequate uh, record using the cumbersome health care record system. In order to obtain the answers that you need, hopefully you, you do not have to be aggressive about it. Uh, you have to, however, be prepared to be very assertive. Of course, you don't want to alienate those who are trying to save your life and take care of you. But in some cases, you will have to show some stubbornness and you will have to buck the system. You know, being assertive means that you're prepared to say and make clear what you mean, and then subsequently to really mean what you say or have said. So let me give you some examples. When you're admit, admitted to the hospital, you're going to be to assigned to an overall doctor who is basically the admitting physician and is the physician on record and is supposedly your quarterback while you're in the hospital. You want to make sure you have this doctor's name, and his specialty, and if possible, obtain a business card. Doctors used to always leave business cards, but now they really don't want to do that. They're not anxious to do that because they are not trying to build a practice. They may well never see you again when you leave the hospital, and they certainly don't want you to be calling them afterwards. They just want to come in and see you, take care of business, and then have no fetters afterwards. When doctors come to see you, which most likely there will be at least a, another doctor, if not more, specialists who come, again, obtain their names, write them down, their specialty, and if you can, just having to go through the nurses out at the desk. Ask the doctors who see you if they're part of a group, because if they're part of a group, they may invest in you today but another member of the group may be seeing you tomorrow. You would like to know what the rotation schedule is and how many different doctors in their group will be rotating to see you. Also, ask the doctor, especially the specialists who come by, if they are there covering for a doctor who had seen you before. In other words, are they part of a group? You want to be getting all kinds of different opinions. You want to see that in the specialty, for example, cardiology, that one cardiologist agrees with the other one. It's very disjointed and dangerous, in my opinion, for people to be having doctors who see them who, although they're in the same specialty, may have different opinions and different plans. So when a specialist comes to, to see you, ask for their opinion 
and be sure to ask about their plans for you. Now, if a surgical procedure is going to be done, uh, that he is going to be there and specifically be assertive about his assistance, usually physician's assistance, uh, what role they will be playing, and you certainly do not want the physician's assistant be the one explaining the procedure to you. You have a right to have your questions answered by the actual surgeons who's going to be doing the surgery. Another area is the studies that are obtained and the many x-rays and scans and ultrasounds that will be done during most people's hospitalizations. You should ask for printouts of all these reports. These reports come from the radiologist to be placed into the chart and it is entirely possible for them to be printed out for you to read and you really do have a right to see these studies and again you would need to be assertive about that. So finally do not leave the hospital until the attending physician has spent time with you, explained your diagnosis, explained the results of the studies and the follow-up plans. All these things will be placed in the electronic health record. Later on when you're in the office, you want to make sure that what they told you is consistent with the plans that they actually placed into the record system. Now when you're in the hospital, you need to be aware that for most insurance companies and especially uh, HMOs, that there is a person in the background monitoring your case. You will be monitored by a case manager who actually works for the insurance company. The case manager's task is to be sure that you are discharged from the hospital as quickly as possible. Each additional day in the hospital could easily cost your insurance company $1,000, $2,000 or more. So that's the reason they even have the hospital system there in the first place. In the old days when I made rounds, I would go in in the morning, see my people, outline the plans for the day, call for the consultations, and then if it was a more or less a routine hospitalization without great urgency, of us would not go back and make rounds again until the following day. We would communicate with the nurses and we would communicate with the specialists, but we would not necessarily come in except once a day. This, of course, was convenient and uh, worked fine, but the hospitals did not like this because they often found uh, that the person could possibly be discharged in the late afternoon or early evening. And uh, they did not want to wait for that to happen. So their, their hospitalists that they're in charge of have a mandate that the person should be discharged from the hospital, even if it's late in the evening, to avoid another hospitalization. This fact will explain a lot about what's going on in the hospital. It's very unpleasant for the people to get a phone call saying, come and get your grandmother, she's ready to go home, and it's 10 o'clock at night. You would ask, well, why can't you wait till the morning? This is very inconvenient. They might say, well, we found a rehab hospital for her, and uh, she doesn't have to be here anymore, and so she needs to go now. We're calling for transportation. This is at the point that uh, they need to be aware of the fact that they're to give the patient a form telling them they've been discharged and a phone number to actually uh, appeal this decision. And if you're not on your toes, you may feel forced to take grandma home or take her to a nursing home in the middle of the night, not knowing that you have the right to appeal this decision. Appealing this decision can easily add a couple of more days to hospitalization without that onus that you're gonna to have to pay the bill yourself. 
In general, it is unpleasant at best to realize that you're in the hands of people who want to take care of you, but who are controlled by a corporation that is beholding to their shareholders and they know that the profit motive for them more important than your actual illness. At the time of discharge from the hospital, a lot of things have to happen, including your efforts to have the doctor summarize your stay, as I've said, to obtain your diagnosis and find out what the discharge orders are for you. You should be fully aware of any changes they have made in your medicines different from what you came into the hospital with or any new medicines. You need to know that they have taken care that the medicines that they have ordered for you are on the for formulary for your health plan's drug plan. If they're not and you go to fill that prescription the next morning, you may find that the medicine costs several hundred dollars because they have not paid attention to using generics or using medicines that are preferred on your drug plan formulary. Bottom line, can you afford the medicines that they prescribe? You need to know if any outpatient therapy has been suggested, uh, physical therapy or speech therapy. You need to know uh, if uh, you've had a procedure done, when is your follow-up appointment with the surgeon, when will the staples need to be removed, and any other details about the surgery and aftercare. You need to know if they, if your discharging physician has set up any specialty office visits for you and given you the exact name and address. And, so important, are these doctors on your health care plan? Are they in the network? Well, after you leave the hospital and you go to the, your primary care doctor, you will hopefully, you will believe that they already have the record of what happened in the hospital. Unfortunately, this is usually not the case. Many times I've sat down with someone and begun asking them questions about their hospitalization, and they have said, well, don't you have the record? They said they'd send it to you. And I know full well that they say they have sent it to me, but they don't actually send it until the patient signs a release in my office to have it released. When we're efficient enough and are able to, we obtain a printout of the hospitalization record just before or while the patient is in the office so that we can review it with them and have it right in front of us. These records are usually faxed to me, and when they are faxed, they automatically are scanned into the health, my health care system, and then I have the nurses print out a copy of this record, and sometimes it's 200 pages long, but I would like to give that to you so that you have a record of it, and so that when you visit specialists, that they have a full record of what happened in the hospital uh, because their office may not be efficient and may not obtain that record and that follow-up specialty visit, they may be in the dark. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Talk from Doc. My patients are constantly dealing not only with their own health issues, whether great or small, but also the huge and powerful health care system. My sincere desire is to help them and you to cope with this. Follow my podcasts and YouTube and visit my website, talkfromdoc.com, for enlightenment and empowerment in coping with the growing chaos in our healthcare system. Be well and stay well.